This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, sliceonbroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at sidekickmediaservices.com. Time to get geeky, get awesome. It is the Awesome Cast, episode 504. I am Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios compound in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ready to get geeky with everybody. Uh, Katie is on assignment, uh, or at least she's missing. Lost to sea in Animal Crossing, last seen diving for pearls. Uh, but we do have her represented in t-shirt form here, if you guys are on the video, in the uh, Cancer Sucks Airbike Dirty Derby shirt that's uh, been uh, uh, getting sent out this week to donors uh, for uh, helping her out with her uh, breast cancer uh, situation there. So, And also, I want to give props out because the two gentlemen on this, friends of Sorgatron Media, PB Smooth and Derek Direction, from uh, Erie and Cleveland, respectively, a couple of our pro wrestling friends, uh, they are doing an air bike derby based on the over $4,000, I think it was, that was raised uh, to help Katie with her hospital bills. Um, that will be this Thursday night. I believe they're going to be doing it on Instagram Live. Uh, so the the idea was they, ha- they have to do so much time on an air bike for the donations. I think they only expected about $500. So we're going to see what's going to happen with them. <laughs> so they're relatively fit. I mean, they're wrestlers. So I, 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 they'll both do better than I would on an air bike for like five seconds. So, but we have with us uh, tonight, first of all, from Studio C in the Big D is John Chichilla. How's it going? Hey, Sorry, man. I had to take a week of hiatus. That's fine. Things happen. I, I can I cannot confirm nor deny what I was doing or where where I was at. <laughs> what, what, were you were you taken away in a van? What happened? <laughs> it's, it's classified. It's classified. No, good to have you back with us here after the week off. It's a it's the middle of summer. We usually lose, use people lose people to well usually traveling, but nobody's going anywhere. So. <laughs> I can't use that excuse. No, nobody was like, well, I'm going to go on vacation. No, no, you're not. No, you're not right now, probably. <laughs> so, also with us uh, uh, back on the show, it has been a while. Cynthia Klosky, one of the one of the big wigs over there at Shift Collaboratives joining us on the line, too. How you doing? Cheers. Doing grand. You're a little, little bit warm. It's been warm, but uh, that's okay. We're getting high. Awesome. We, we are getting a little bit of delay with, with Cynthia tonight, but that's fine. We can roll with it. We're just going to give her a little time to breathe So <laughs> in the between things. So uh, we'll make sure to uh, get out of the way. <laughs> uh, how you been doing over there? Have you, so you guys have, have certainly adjusted, uh, uh, I'm sure, to everything going on. Not that you were a, a lot of people, I think, in, in office, from what I recall being in there. Uh, have you adjusted well to the uh, work from home situation? Sure did. You know, back in March, um, we um, had already decided to start working from home before we were forced to work from home. Um, And we already had a a thing of working from home one day a week. So it wasn't too much harder to make it five days a week. 
And, um, and actually we're doing surprisingly well, knock on wood. Um, our, our customers have been, our clients have been very busy. We've had some new things come in. We're actually hiring. Um, if people are interested in taking a look at any of those roles, they're on our website or I can send you more info if you catch me on online. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're feeling blessed as they say. Uh, all's good. Excellent. And you can check out everything at shiftcollaborative.com. I'll show them there a little bit for you guys on the video side of things, too. Uh, speaking of which, guys, uh, please go check out everything on awesomecast.com. You can subscribe to the show on all of your podcast sources as well as YouTube and Facebook. Please uh, hit us up on the email address, awesomecast at sorgatronmedia.com, awesomecast on the Twitter, and most importantly, the biggest uh, uh, the biggest activity, of course, over and at the Awesomecast Facebook group, where we share a lot of the stories throughout the week, and you guys, too, and uh, contribute to the show we really do appreciate that and of course you're following us on facebook live or any of the other social media twitter youtube uh and the sorgatron media twitch page we are live every tuesday at 7 7 p.m across all those platforms most of the people hanging out in the facebook um, um stream but uh or the watch parties uh coming from that but uh, of course if it's if you're not a facebooker and i completely understand why you wouldn't be these days uh or you want to want to throw it on your chromecast or or whatever the case we are on all the formats so you guys can can get to it as easy as possible for all of our fans on tuesday nights and of course thank you to our audio partners our friends at the 405 media.com that have been carrying the show and streaming it um i believe still at uh, noon eastern time uh five days a week and over at postindustrial.com uh, uh postindustrial audio of course sharing a lot of great stuff around pittsburgh podcasting and of course doing a lot of great coverage over the last several months about all the crazy stuff going on so please uh go check them out follow a great source of content great reliable source of content which is very important important these days um so uh, uh please go give them a lot of props over there also thank you to our pay our partners our friends yes they are our partners as well at patreon.com and our friends too actually uh our friends at the uh coffee club level matt weller john DeGore, and john carmen and our friends at the fan of the show level michael fedor pghmuseums.org professor buzzkill and dave partner podner Thank you so much, guys, for uh, supporting the show um, uh, there and, and 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 being a part of that. And especially, I mean, it's become even stronger. We've seen this across both shows uh, uh, that, that use Patreon, that the support has even grown over all this crazy time during the pandemic and everything when other things are kind of going away. So uh, we do really appreciate the support through all of this. Um, and again, again, you guys can support the show if you like what's going on at patreon.com slash awesomecast. Uh, so let's get into our awesome things of the week. And Cynthia, I want to go with you because this is something that I had earmarked for last week and didn't get to. And I'm very, I, I just, I just love the name to begin with. <laughs> Can you tell me a little about a little bit about? Mm hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm, I sure can. Well, I can tell you maybe as much as you can uh, tell. Um, that this is uh, a way to, within all of the stuff that we're doing, the Google Meets and the Zooms, and I think it's in a couple of the others as well, you can basically make your own little Saturday Night Live, you know, weekend update. Basically, you you still have you, you're doing your regular Zoom meeting, whatever it might be, and then you can like put a whole thing, like in this situation here, where you can show a slideshow, basically, and they seem to have their own proprietary kind of thing there, which seems like it's got some features coming in. Um, but you can then like make it fill the screen and then you can be tiny. You can put yourself down here and do like, a, um, you know, a, a, what is that show? A, a 
you know, the 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 one with the movies um, where the little robot. Oh, like Mystery Science Theater kind of thing. Exactly so. It's Mystery Science Theater. And so so you have to sign up for this thing. They're in sort of what they're calling beta, which sounds to me kind of pre-beta, or they're being the ultra stretched out beta. Mm. Um, but it looks awesome. And I, I really can't wait. So I'm, of course, I you know put my name in, hoping to, hoping to get into it soon. But the name, mm-hmm. now as a marketing person, <laughs> they uh, name, mm-hmm, it's M-M-H-M-M. And so the guy says, well, you know, we wanted a name that you can say with your mouth full. And I just want to say, this is not a branding requirement I've run into before. Mm-hmm. But I respect that they that they read that it needs to be in there, and um, and it's certainly memorable. Well, it feels memorable at the moment. I guess uh, if everybody starts doing you know brand names that everybody can mumble, maybe that's the new thing, like taking out vowels from the from the ers of of names. Who knows what the future of it is? But. But anyway, this thing, can't wait to get it. It looks really cool. They've got a fun video where they show, when I say fun, I mean, how fun is a Zoom uh, video? Uh, other than this one, obviously. But um, uh, it should be good. It should be, it's a really interesting idea. So I, I heard about it because uh, the, the guy in the video actually was a guest on Twit uh, uh, two weekends ago. So th- that's that's how I, and and it was, of course I'm listening to the audio version so I have no idea what the thing looks like <laughs> but uh, no, right? but they were describing it and everything and and, it, and I looked quickly at that video and I was like okay that's kind of interesting um, I I think there's Zoom specifically um, but the, I am noticing on the sign up it, it is asking for what conferencing platform I use so that if you be- watch the video they say that they'll work on Zoom Google Meet and then. Um, something else as well. There's at least three that they say they can work with. So that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. So because I, 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 I mean, I assume they're just like they're like just capturing your video and running it through their thing and then feeding it to the tool. Like they're just kind of like hopping their own little self in between. That is interesting. Yeah, because is it is it something that's local that's handling it and and you're feeding into Zoom sitting there or you you calling in through them? You know, kind of like how we do our restream kind of thing to get to all these other like before we get to Twitter, we go through another software, right? So, so where yeah, does that I happen? Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I feel like There's they're a- gonna they're gonna be like a virtual Boinks switcher sitting on their cloud, joining on your behalf. Mm-hmm. The, the the one thing I thought was they have. Go ahead. No, no, you go. The one thing I thought was super interesting is when you sign up for the beta, it's. Are you running a version of Mac or notify me when Windows is available? Uh-huh. So they're uh-huh. they're target they they definitely have a target audience. That's a great point. So I like the feature they have in there of like you and another person presenting where you're both able to control your slides, you're both able to kind of be in each other's way a little bit. I wonder how that's going to work with all the lags and things like I guess sometimes you run into here on these meetings. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And I'm worried about how people will misuse this in some <laughs> way, form or another. Uh, we've, I think we've all seen the bad go to meeting situations, right? So, um, and really, I feel that I feel like that's what this is aimed at. Like, I, I feel like this is the you know I want to live it maybe not just like presenting like we do here or Twitter or something to like a video show kind of situation, but but it, I think this could be like here's the slide over my shoulder to show you. You know, so I'm just not a distant voice over a slideshow situation, which just always seems unnerving to me um, <laughs> a little bit. And uh, it, 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 it could 
just liven those things up. Does it get a corporate ad- adoption? I'm not sure with a name like mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see where it goes from there. But who knows right now? I mean, that Zoom has become so prominent in these last couple of months has kind of kind of been incredible, right? So, so what I'm interested in seeing is what what the shift is because I think there's going to be a certain segment of Zoom fatigue, mm-hmm. and I'm also interested in how. Zoom bridged the gap of I need to see people and I need to share my screen in a very simplistic manner. Mm-hmm. I still don't think that it creates, and, and I think you may have something in the show notes later for, for some further uh, on the topic, but they don't, they still don't replace the conference room. Um, the whiteboard, some of the other feature functionality that I get out of physically being in a conference room and I don't think anyone has cracked that nut yet. Not even like Microsoft, how, like Microsoft Teams or something hasn't hasn't done that. Teams has whiteboard and it's pretty good. If you're in the enterprise, I think it does even better. Where I think we still haven't bridged the gap is how do I create and people like us are better at figuring this out. But how do you create? the digital bump into someone in the coffee room or right, right. walking down the hall or in the elevator. There's no natural, we're, we're good at Twitter, right? And we're good and, and other social networks to virtually bump into someone or look at something someone's responding to and say, Hey, I want to follow them too. Yeah. And then kind of work ourselves into that conversation. I would not, say that's the average information worker or non-information worker. And that's where I think we need to get the work stream collaboration. To me, it's one step beyond your typical just audio, video, screen share communication. How do we really get to that? It's like we're in the same room working on something. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no slack. Can I ask, have you guys have you guys checked out mural.io? Because it yes. addresses some of it definitely doesn't do the the um the sort of the water cooler coffee standing around the coffee chatting, getting to know each other thing. But I think for like groups of people working together, and I haven't had a chance to play with all the teams things um on Microsoft. Um but but Mural.io allows you to kind of, if you're setting up like a brainstorm, you can set something up, people can work on it. People who don't know a lot can get into it pretty easy. The, the um, oh, Is it the, .io the or .co? Initial learning curve is slow. Is it .io or .co? I, I thought it was .io. Let me just double check. So I'm finding one under a .co. I, um, it says, uh, put Not your, CEO. I'm sorry. Okay. You're right. You're right. Okay. You're no right. problem. Just want to, just want to clarify. Okay. We're on the, we're on the same page. Or, uh, sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. I should have looked it up. Yeah. No, it's cool. Um, so like, if you look, if you show their, the screen on that, you can see that you see the people dragging the stuff around. Like my, as you know, like consultants like me, like we spend all our times with sticky notes, brainstorming. So mm-hmm. this, you know, obviously naturally we gra- gravitate to it, but you can also do some very clever, smart diagramming type things. And like a new, like a client of ours coming in with no knowledge can participate right away in the way that you would with like your Sharpies and your stickies uh, on the spot. So as far as like everybody working together and sharing a whiteboard, it's the closest whiteboard experience I've had so far. Um, it doesn't help the sort of group situation and the 
company culture piece. That's a whole, that's a, that's a different thing. And I don't have solutions for that, but, but I really like this. And I, if you haven't tried it, I would, I would suggest you check it out. I, I highly su suggest Mural. I really like it. They have the ability to do templates. So if you want to re build a template and reuse it, um, you can kind of upvote on areas or objects that you've kind of put on there. So if you mm. want to kind of do sticky notes for ideas, you, it has sticky notes built in, or you want to kind of draw out your idea, and then someone goes out and draws out another idea and another idea, you can upvote or kind of thumbs up and vote on those items. Um, Miro is another one, M-I-R-O, um, that comes close to Mural, probably not as advanced as Mural. Um, Mural does have integration with Teams. So if you're a Teams company, and I think they also integrate with Slack and a couple others. Um, so you can plug those into your persistent chat tool of choice. Um, they do, the closest Microsoft comes is Whiteboard and Whiteboard is trying to catch up, but they're definitely Mural, this is the one thing they do, and they do it extremely well. Um, and I was I was very impressed with a lot of their capability. I can't I can't remember. It's something ridiculous. Like using Mural is like having a twenty foot tall by ninety foot wide whiteboard. It's something ridiculously large that you would never get into a conference room. That was really one of the things we appreciated about it was just the sheer size of the space and the fact that it gives you, you can zoom in, you can zoom out, you can get a really good strategic view and then you can zoom way in and do things. You can see who's doing what. It is pretty, it's a really slick interface. Very cool. Are you, are you using it? Cause one of the, the bridges that I'm trying to get or gaps that I'm trying to bridge as well is not everyone has a touchscreen device. Do you guys find it just as easy to use keyboard and mouse, or are you guys using some kind of touchscreen along with it? Um, how's that work? I think out? most of the people on my team, there's a couple of folks that have a touchscreen. I don't know if they're using it with this. I myself just use my, you know, my Apple touchpad, um, okay. which is, you know, I'm kind of clunky on, but. They, they have a, they have an iOS app. I think they have an Android app. They, they have, for those types of devices, they support any web browser and there's apps in the different app stores. So but I, I was interested to see how others were were faring with non-touchscreen type devices. So far, so good. Everybody's, I mean, we're, we had our, like our summer intern build like a presentation with it. <laughs> We've had a lot of fun. Cool. Awesome. Well, while we're along that line, Shilla, what is uh, your awesome thing of the week? So, while it's hot outside, um, I decided, hey, why not go outside and do stuff out there? And much like the home automation that I have put in the house, I thought, hmm, how can I bring that outside the house? Um, <clears throat> full disclaimer, I was already a Ring customer from a doorbell perspective and recently wanting to get off of the high price of my monthly um Security subscription, we also moved to Ring for that. I think I may have, I'm sure I told the TV story back around mm -hmm. the holidays um, and my experience with the Ring doorbell. So I uh, decided, And, and hey, just, just a flashback for anybody new, 
Um, there was a television theft around the holidays. Um, please go check out. I believe we did do a special edition around the the uh, Christmas week that you can go back and watch. And he goes through the whole ordeal of somebody taking the TV and then returning it later. And we got him on video <laughs> doing so <laughs> within hours because of the uh, because of all the technology and social involved in his neighborhood. But but great story. But anyway, sorry. Thanks. No, that's good. Um, so I started looking at, hey, how can I tie it kind of all together and what, wh- whose product should I buy? The typical, do I find something that integrates with Alexa or try to find Google or HomeKit or all of them? Or how does this all work? So I said, you know what? I'm already a Ring customer. It wasn't that far off from some of the tech because um, I wasn't doing any more video cameras, but I wanted something that would automate lighting. So I started with the path lights, which I was surprised are battery operated, uh, three or four D cell batteries. Um, and they came with their little home hub connector kit. And I was off to the races with most motion detection and pathway lighting. Um, I got a two a two pack for a reasonable price. Um, and then I thought, oh, I really like these. What if I replace one of my spotlights with the D cell spotlight that will also be motion lit? And then I thought, well, if these all can all detect motion and I put in um, low voltage lighting in my backyard, I can buy their transformer. And then to seal the deal, it was, okay, I can do all of this cool light automation with the spotlight coming up my back steps from my garage. Mm -hmm. Um, And it can trigger and do a bunch of stuff. And I can trigger, if you come into the front of the house and hit the front pathway lights, then I can automatically flip on and start the, the, the doorbell recording if it doesn't pick up motion to begin with. Um, all kinds of cool stuff. So then I thought, hmm. The only thing I'm missing is when I go out my back door and I start down the steps, I want my entire back patio to light up now. So I bought a step light that is solar powered. So it just recharges the light. It picks up the motion. The cool thing too is then when I step out of the back porch and and I'm leaving at night, it lights up my steps, the back patio, and the spotlight going down to the garage. And if I'm walking out of the garage and up the steps, when I trip the sensor on the light going, the spotlight going up the steps, it then lights up my back patio and the step light um, up the back step. So it was, it's, I've completely automated my outdoor lighting based on the first step you take on the property then determines Jeez. or off or towards going off the property. All kinds of things are set into motion. That is a new level in Chilla's house of the future, <laughs> which is now Chilla's yard of the future. Apparently. Yes. So they, they all tie together. I'm, I'm just happy to have a couple. Listen, I'm still in, cause I don't have a, a I, I don't have a coherent um, voice assistant in my house. It, depending on which room I am, I'm in it's a or G. Um, so I keep yelling at the wrong one. <laughs> I'm like my mom with our, with, with her children's names. Uh, so, but, uh, I'm like, I'm like, why, why, why is this light not, not going off? Because I'm, I'm yelling at the wrong name. 
Oh, geez. It, that, I, so I'm looking at this site um, while you're talking about it. I, I didn't know Ring, Ring really stepped up a lot of hardware. Yeah, I don't know if they bought... Uh, it caught me off guard, too, because it all started when I was frustrated for the third time I was going to have to replace some solar lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm all for the energy efficiency, and I was like, you know what, at least for this small segment... I'm going to do um, some low voltage. And then I got into the, oh, well, this can be, I can solar power part of it. I can rechargeable battery part of it. Um, and I'm happy with the rechargeable battery that I have run into the doorbell. Um, so I figured it's just lighting up a light. It can't be any worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I've been, I, I don't know if they acquired someone where they, if they just, saw this and went after it there's there's been such a list kudos right? to them so. all right well my awesome thing is you know what I, oh go ahead can i just add one thought oh so i have two thoughts one is i admire that all these designs that i see on their page they are shielded to the to the to the sky so that it's going to reduce light pollution mm-hmm. like and, and which is an important thing i think you know we we scatter so much light up to the sky. There's all kinds of pollution we have, but that in particular <clears throat> makes it hard to do things like watch the, um, you know, watch the um, comet right now, or uh, mm-hmm. all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So that's very cool. Um, and then, but my my real question to you is, how many times have like the rabbits and squirrels and chipmunks of your yard lit up your yard in the course of a single night? I think because of the where I placed the sensors, so. Chipmunks, rabbits, et cetera, do not go up and down the back steps because it's like a small alleyway between two garage garages set of steps. Um, and the other motion sensor is they're at the tops of steps primarily. They'll catch your motion as you approach the set of steps. But by being on the top, you walk up and start to, as soon as you hit the bottom step, you're detected. But it's high, those steps are, that top step is high enough that it's not picking up. I haven't had, you know what, I'll be honest with you, I haven't had a deer come through yet. (laughs) But other than that, I would be surprised. We do have a groundhog that likes to climb the steps from time to time, but I think it'd be low enough to the ground, even on the back steps, it probably wouldn't get picked up. It's like when you have sensors. I was going to say, um, like, how Tom Cruise or Ethan Hunt is going to get into your house. He's going to find a way. He'll rappel down from the roof. That's yeah. what it is. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, it was, it's kind of like when you're putting the, the, the Guardian sensors in my house, and, and, and it's like, okay, what is, what is the cat not going to trip? <laughs> kind of thing. So, Well, my awesome thing of the week involves Superman building a computer. Uh, so it, it was, and it was dropped on a day when I, there was like nothing but bad news on Twitter, uh, going on, like, I don't know, last Thursday or Friday or something. And, and, and then all of a sudden like top trending is, uh, Henry, Henry Cavill, uh, uh, built just a, a five minute video more or less of just him building his computer. And it's, I guess he was, I don't know where he was. He was probably on some, some geeky show or something. And they were talking about like, like, you know, does, does he game or anything? He says he wants to try to build a computer. He did it. 
It's uh, it's it, I, at the entire time he's fussing with this. I'm presuming it is a uh, water cool um kind of situation, and it's just like hanging out as he's trying to figure things out. And you watch the sun go down uh, out the window as he's going, so you can tell he's been at this for a good long time. Uh, it, it is uh, it, it's a lot of fun. He 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 definitely set up like a Logitech camera, and uh, he was wearing a GoPro at one point when he's really tinkering with uh, uh, putting the CPU in, which Chilla. You've built some computers. Cynthia, you, you've, built, you've built some computers too in your day, right? Oh, yeah. I've, I've, I've assembled a couple boards, but I can't be said to have done anything remotely like this. Okay. So so um, he there was a sensor that gives your CPU, GPU um, um, uh, temperature, and he got it booted up, and it was upside down. It's, it's the water cooling thing that's attached to the chip. Right, like that that goes on, like the heat sink kind of situation. So he had to re putty <laughs> his uh, CPU. And I'm just like, oh man, as dedication right there. So um, just because it was upside down, apparently. So go check that out. It's just look up Henry Cavill PC build, and you'll find it. And it's uh, it's pretty great. Actually, here it is coming up in the video here. And there's like a WTF in there. There's a point where he. he he like the video stopped because he he literally ran out of hard drive space on because he's, he's obviously using a Logitech camera to capture a lot of the video. Um, so that's just set up in the corner. So yeah, hold up. What the f was that? And then it rolls right into that. Um, hold on, it's gonna show that in a second for you guys on video. There it is. There's an upside down twenty. <laughs> so uh, go check that out. That's that was a nice little break for the week and a lot of crazy stuff going on. All right, guys, go check out also our good friends here in the Pittsburgh area supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza. It was nice to go visit them this week. Now I'm off quarantine. Uh, uh, slice on Broadway and Beachview, Carnegie East End, PNC Park. I understand there's some baseball there. I don't think you can visit the baseball, but I think you can still visit P- Slice on Broadway. Uh, so our good friends there uh, supporting, again, us for a good long time, the majority of our 10 years of the awesome cast. And um, I really look forward to a day where I can share the pizza with people we actually did have a guest on mayhem show uh two weeks ago so uh but uh looking forward to to to, the sharing the pizza goodness with you guys in the future it's been feeding a lot of our guests that come in here chilla i know you miss it i know you miss coming in here and doing that so we're gonna gonna have to do another round of uh pizza pizza deliveries again at some point here so but go check out our friends sliceonbroadway.com uh for supporting us and please support them too so we got a couple. We got a lot more stories in here. We'll see what we can touch on with the time left here. Oh, the dog is the dog's waking up. If you hear that in the background, um, this is a little bit of a local uh uh, uh look too. Uh, Chilla, I know you are a um you are a a, a tier a public trans uh, uh public transportationist. Is that a you know that's our word now. When I, when I was publicly transporting, yes, yes, when you're publicly transporting. Uh, you, you haven't had to do any house calls to the big bank or anything like that. Have you? No. In fact, we're kind of urged. Not we have to, to have a reason if we need to yeah, go. Yeah. They have a pretty good reason. Yeah. So apparently, uh, according to next Pittsburgh, uh, they're, they're, they're working on, there's a uh, room to ride. It's going to, it, it is, uh, they're, they're rolling this out for, uh, riders, um, and it's going to let you know how many people are on the bus. They, they've apparently limited a bus to about 10 people, so you can properly 
um, social distance, but it'll give you an idea of the average and um, and and everything on ride, so you can kind of plan accordingly uh, to it. So it's over on uh, Port Authority. Uh, look for room for a ride over there, and uh, yeah, you can go in and look up your look up your listing, and it gives you a good average of uh, how many riders are on at any given time. Um, and and what the capacity is and everything like that, what the type of bus is. So if you are looking to safely avoid um, any, and I wonder if it, you know, you know, some of these are fifteen rider capacities, some of these are ten rider capacities. I don't know what the T is doing um, for for their sizes and everything, but uh, yeah, man, that that's how many people were usually packed on a bus beforehand. Like it, it had to been like yeah, like thirty people, right? Oh. I mean, even if you think of like the double buses, like with the accordion, mm. if you were if you were going from the city to Oakland, unlike any of those sixty-one and seventy ones, I mean, it was you were jam-packed. It would be like riding the T when a baseball game lets out. Yeah, yeah. You like, know what I mean? Like, or or the Steelers let out on a Sunday. Yeah, it feels like there was be, feels like there's like fifty people on a car. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I totally could have used this back in the day when I was riding the bus, you know, more. <laughs> and Even without a pandemic, I would I would like to know. And I don't know if this was something. I, my day. I don't know if this is something that was already in the works. Uh, that that they they maybe stepped up or something like that. But uh, I'm wondering, if, and and this is you know, take it with the this is third hand information. I know some people that were that have to go in to their place of work and they have actually switched to driving mm-hmm. um, because they felt uncomfortable on the bus. Oh yeah. And I, I can believe that. But and the train. Thankfully so. the, I think driving into work probably is still not at capacity, right? For, for going to downtown. I, I haven't been out during rush hour to see, see what any of it looks like, but um no, I think the gripe that I've been hearing from the people that I know that have to go in, the gripe I've been hearing is for a long time the parking was free and now it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, but because we're nowhere near capacity, they're just parking further away where there's like off street parking or it's non metered up in the Hill District or, you know, uh, Shenley Park, et cetera, um, and then just walking further. Mm-hmm. into their places of work makes sense makes sense well some good adjustments there uh cynthia we've been talking we talked last week about tiktok and the potential of it could be banned because of all this china uh situation uh but you, you you're bringing us an alternative this week i am i um do you remember vine <laughs> do i <laughs> <laughs> So this apparently is like the second coming of Vine. I, I had trouble like pasting in the link to the article, but um, this seems like it's in some way a successor of it. Like, I don't know if there's any code base that's similar or it's just acquired, but um, I remember toying around with Vine or, or more importantly, showing it to my niece who was, I think in single digits at that age and her just going nuts with it. I have so many little vines of my cats. Um, but, uh, so I guess they're coming back and they, so, so bite B Y T E is this new thing, something somewhere out of the ashes of vine 
that um, uh, is offering itself as an alternative to TikTok, seeing like huge increases in signups, some ridiculous uh, number says here, like last week, uh, buying had 622,000 global downloads in a single day, which is fierce. Um, so uh, um, they, and they're doing some things to adjust to be more like a TikTok. So their video length is six seconds and they've extended it to eight. I don't know, it's pretty interesting. I mean, I like, I feel like I'm an old in this world. Like I don't, <laughs> am I allowed even on it? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm really intrigued by the creativity of them. And, um, and if my mind can work fast enough, I feel like it's the thing you have to practice, mm -hmm. you know, or, or just kind of learn the lingo. And I am, and I am operating it a little bit. I, I think we talked about it when it was first announced uh, a few months ago, perhaps, um, you know, it definitely caught our interest that it was like somebody beyond, like it was one of the original founders of Vine. Right. So, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it does behave at least in, in the viewing, just like TikTok with the scroll up and everything. And, and honestly, mm -hmm. I actually I actually started digging into TikTok a little bit more and throwing our IndieWrestling.us as an account over there. And I'm like, I can at least throw highlight videos, I guess, up there. I mean, at the very least, I guess. And we'll kind of figure mm -hmm. it out as we go. But um, but I I think I think the yeah the big thing that's going to push this is it's not TikTok. It's not as as whatever the discussions are going to be oh i already follow some people on here or also hey chilla you already follow me on here this is probably everybody this is probably everybody else <laughs> an awesome cast that day <laughs> so <laughs> but um no i, I the, the the whole discussion about china and people worrying about that uh, that, that i think that's going to be nothing but helpful for if bike can get in front of this and become like the zoom of the uh post tiktok we're afraid of it era right although i thought we were afraid of zoom Maybe I don't know the latest news, but aren't we all afraid that Zoom is not I, secure? I think we were afraid of it for like a week. Uh, <laughs> and then they, they upgraded to security and broke out a lot of our webcams or something. I, this is why I've been using Google Meet because I feel I know what I'm getting into with Google Meet at this point. Yeah. So, and I didn't you know, know I Google could break it at any minute anyway. Yeah, I just had to deprecate it. We could be equally afraid of all of them, I think, if we really, really tried and maybe knew a little bit more. So uh, it's it's almost like, what are we blinding ourselves to yeah, in any situation? Yeah, there's that. There's that. Everything kind of kind of rolls together with that, doesn't it? Um, but anyways, <laughs> uh, seeing where well, we're so, at. But, but to be creative on a, on any of these, TikTok, Vine, whatever, like I understand, I'm, 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 I know you guys are familiar with Sarah Cooper, the woman who does the really amazing minds of, of our... Um, president and um so like it takes her four hours i guess to do a video like with the memorization the creativity the mm -hmm. figuring it out and all those things like four hours to do one tiny little segment of video and but and yet i feel like any kind it doesn't matter what app it is to do that it's that's the real work of it and then the security things and so on are are your next thing but but to be to be clever you need to get in there you need to have a smart idea and you need to be be at it you know you've got to stay in the game to play the game you know that kind of thing so i i just i i'm really interested in all of the different platforms i don't think any one of them has a leg up on each other yet no no absolutely not and it depends on what you're doing and what that audience is right that you want to reach out to so i mean you know being on there just to be on there is one thing but uh but then I, i've also seen i've one of the one of our my friends that's uh in both wrestling and the in the news media he hopped on there and he just 
went bonkers with it. <laughs> he just he, he's doing he's doing lip syncs and everything, but he is he's a personality, you know, and he's he knows to hit that, you know, hard. And it's not even his wrestling or his news personality. It's this whole other personality of his right. side of him that 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 he could glom onto and, and and I'm seeing ridiculous numbers. And other people I think are just as uh talented, just nothing. You know, be, you know, just just showing their wrestling clips, and that's kind of it. So it's really interesting how to it's a it's a new code to crack on top of everything else. So that's right. But. I enjoy watching the Planet Money TikTok. So that's a podcast out at NPR, and, but their their TikTok. I think they had one one young guy. He, he seems like a like a younger person who just has like a real style that he's come up with, and they're mixing in a couple different styles. But they've got animation. They've got um, they've got things that are just weird video, but they're explaining economic concepts hmm. and they're like really hard ones too, but they're, and they're also things that kind of, you know, we're confronted with now, like what does defund the police mean and trying to do it in a way that from an economics perspective, as opposed to any of the other lenses, you could look at that or, um, well, any of these things like really complicated economic concepts, really, really very cool stuff. There you go. Of course you say that. And I just have a clip of a guy in a tie just doing something <laughs> it probably sounds better if you listen but. it probably is it probably <laughs> is oh wait there's a thumbs up there's a little more action going on here i don't know I, i'm just pulling, pulling a random clip to see what it looked like but yeah that's the planet money on the uh on the tiktok side yeah, i'll keep an ear out for that now that's in my list but uh awesome awesome so uh let's touch on another one before i uh, uh throw another shout out hey what well, we're talking about Zoom, speaking of, uh, uh, I think it was a little bit after the show last week, I saw this. Zoom announces a $599 touchscreen device for remote workers. I akin this to the, um, I, and, and, I, I, and I wondered what happened to those people not too long ago when uh, uh, Google Meet became a thing for business. Because I do remember a Google Hangout specific device that they were trying to sell for enterprise, like years ago, right? Uh, so th- that's what this kind of, makes me it reminds me of right uh so it's it's gonna have i think it was like two cameras three cameras something like that 27 27 inch uh touchscreen it sits there on your desk that's a big touchscreen man three 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 webcams and eight noise reducing microphones yeah and i think it's supposed to pull in some productivity um things to it as well but i wasn't clear on where those were coming from (laughs) Yeah, it can, it can you can kind of hook it up to phone and it can display your calendar. Um, part of me wonders. I I was pretty impressed with some of the stuff, or at least that they're talking about, where you know you can you can remote configure them. So I drop ship it to you when you take it out of the box. It's ready to go. You log in and it has all your all that. your corporate settings. Or if you're doing like a, or if you're doing like a Zoom show, right? Like it doesn't matter what computer you have. Let me send you this device, and everything's ready to go. So I, I thought about it in two ways. The, the Zoom show, right? You're you're on my, or you're going to talk on my panel or at my director's meeting, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or I, part of me wonders, based on the number of. And I can't believe I'm seeing even seeing these, but the number of portals, Facebook, I've seen Facebook portals, up, Facebook portals, the number of Facebook portals I have family and friends purchasing, and the number of, hey, I'm really thinking about 
you know, the Google type device with a camera or mm -hmm. the Amazon Alexa type device with the camera and screen. Mm -hmm. For me, it's at five ninety nine. Go buy yourself, you know, an, a nice iPad or whatever, <laughs> or a computer. And you have a ton of stuff, right? But yeah, but you don't. But what you don't have is you don't have three video cameras, and you don't have really good microphones on that device. And yeah. you, we yeah. invest a lot of time, money, and effort making our audio and video try to look good. Mm -hmm. um, this is trying to do it out of the box. I'm wondering if this isn't just a play. Let's play to the enterprise first, but can we get these in people's homes as the replacement? Could I replace my in-laws' home phones with one of these? I, I still think it. I mean, enterprise is where the money's at for them, right? I mean, this is all like like we're all using it, but the the whole point is it starts getting integrated, and there's more subscriptions, right? Like it, this is just kind of a a, a tool to to push that. Yeah, I, but I also question in the back of my head for most of us that have been shipped home or are staying home. I, I know people that are working from their kitchen counter. I know mm -hmm. people that are working from a very small workspace in a second bedroom or, you know, um, dining room table. And they're, they're already crunched for space with a 15-inch laptop. Now you're jamming a 27-inch screen purpose built for zoom i don't know i i'm interested to see where this really fits for business only purposes where, where it actually where it actually it's like the the smart boards i've only seen in a couple of situations um mm. but uh yeah yeah it'll be interesting to see well, guys, uh, I want to give a shout. Hey, we got a lot of stuff going on here, and uh, uh, at Sidekick Media Services, also housed here in Sorgatron Media in uh, the Beachview neighborhood. Uh, let's be the sidekick in your superhero project. A lot of stuff still in the works. Working with a lot of our clients uh, in the sports space. Still working with a lot of our clients to figure out uh, that next step, and and still this still involve evolving situation uh, with working from home with uh, 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 events being done a different way, uh, you know, into uh, church installations, which we'll be doing now that I'm not in quarantine uh, very soon. now. <laughs> so uh, doing a lot of that work here at Sidekick Media Services. Uh, let us be the sidekick in your superhero project. Check out more at SidekickMediaServices.com uh, and check out our social media. Uh, we have a lot of stuff, including the last music video we did with uh, Nick, uh, uh, Nick Iben, a lot of, lot of them that we've done with him, a lot of creative work, a lot of podcast work. And uh, looking forward to a lot of cool projects here coming up. Uh, so go check that out. Okay, Chilla, I want to talk about video games for just a moment. Uh, okay. Because there's some big news. Because we were pontificating what was going to happen with xCloud, I think, just last week on the show, right? So last week I wasn't here, so That's I right. apologize. I <laughs> Maybe it was two weeks ago when Kraus was on. Two here. weeks ago when Kraus was on, yes. That's we did. Right. That makes we were kind of we speculating and throwing some ideas well, around. Turns out it was announced that uh, Phil Spencer with Xbox announced that xCloud will be a part of the uh, Game Pass Ultimate. And I believe you also included a story about how the one-year uh, live subscriptions are going to come to an end, which is how I used to do my gold for, for the longest time. But now that's going to just all boil down to a fifteen dollars a month uh, 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 subscription, dude. That 
that makes so much sense throwing in the cloud and and they're looking to maybe at, at some point uh speculation maybe you can pay like five dollars ten bucks and you'll get just the cloud perhaps but uh it, it's of course running on microsoft azure which i think even sony playstation is running on i mean i it's the other thing if it's not running on aws it seems to be running on uh uh, Microsoft Azure at this point on a corporate level, right? Yeah. Um, where I'm interested in, I've, I've heard some additional rumblings on other sites to say, because they, so they've stopped producing the Xboxes. They've stopped selling 12 month subscriptions of live. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're going to, and then we, to your point, X cloud will be bundled with um, game pass Will we see, and I think this is far fetched, but I've seen it now in a couple of high on a couple of high profile tweets and posts. Um, will we see a multiplayer um, a free tier? Hmm. But I'm questioning will the free tier be a further distance? from game pass so you're talking about like like the multiplayer to, because part of gold was you had to pay to basically play multiplayer games like call of duty yep. and halo right yes. uh with each other so so that was that was the big point they started throwing in like five games a month between xbox one and 360 and and those kinds of things which really i mean that's why i've, I've been on board for it for so long i uh, just collecting those games right um, hell, I just started playing Hot Dogs that I don't even know how long I've had it in my collection <laughs> over the weekend because Assassin's Creed was frustrating me. Uh, but um, it, it's it's uh, no, I, I think it's that evolution, and I'm really excited to see how that looks. What happens when it comes out? Will streaming be the streaming idea be part of my console to give me higher end graphics on my? first gen xbox one or my pc or my uh, my iphone like is that all going to roll out in september um because man if the, if the, if it's if the, i can just pull up like my halo assassin's creed game you know and will the x cloud include all my bot games digitally as well so it will be another question that goes along with that because that's something that does not happen currently the x cloud just kind of gives you a stack of games that aren't even the same stack of games entirely that's on game pass you know but if it's like Mortal Kombat that I already own, I have all my save games and, and and it works. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what that system looks like here. And then how does that compare to, but we also want you to drop $400 on this big console over here. And then there's rumors about we're going to have a not 4k console. That's going to be a little cheaper, which is great. I don't feel pressure to do to upgrade to 4k TV because it's literally the only reason I probably would at this point. So it's interesting, Cynthia. I don't know if you're you're following the um the the technology around the the, the new console generation or, or cloud gaming or anything like this. I um so I'm still happy with my little PS4. Gave mm-hmm. my uh, Xbox ones by my um, brother Jude, who was lingering on some other things. So we're our system uh, in my family is that um, I acquire the new console and I hand them down. So, uh, but I have to, usually it's a particular game or situation that, that's going to lure me into buying a new thing. And I mm-hmm. resist for as many days as I can manage. And then, <laughs> and then I give in. So, but I, but I'm not, this is a world where I'm not on the bleeding edge at all. Yeah. I, I do like to kind of watch what's going on and, you know, and I, and there's plenty of games to play. So like, how do you convince someone who's like me 
that it's worthwhile to upgrade. And so your, to your point about the, the fancier television, um, like I don't also want to buy a fancy television. You know, mm. I have other things. Mm. I've got to go now and like put outfit my backyard with lighting that <laughs> I can talk to you know, or something. So, I mean, there's only so many things you can spend your money on. And mm. yet, and yet, and yet, you know, I'm as tempted by anybody else. If I can hear, if I can see some fantastic game, I don't know how good of an ad can they make it. Well, what do you think about this? I, so, so being that, like, I, I, you know, kind of that more casual, uh, uh, you know, system or like that, how, how do you feel about like something like an xCloud or, you know, where you pay like a Netflix, say $15 a month, and then like you literally can play this batch of games and don't even need to do it on the highest end hardware because that's all happening remotely. Like, does that kind of open things up to, to kind of observe that in a different way for you? I mean, I feel like it is. It's appealing to me, but you got to remember that I'm also not a group gaming person. Mm -hmm. um, and this is partly due to uh, being female and not really wanting to deal with the stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I, I don't need to keep up. I'm, I can't drive fast. I don't shoot well. Like <laughs> I like to solve puzzles. All of those games are ones that I can acquire for like you know massive discounts well, and just well, let me let me let me clarify because we were talking about i know we were talking about the online with gold but the game pass is like mm -hmm. you get like 100 games a month and they cycle some oh, through. Yeah. like that's that's oh, just no, I, I, yeah i do understand i i thanks that's a really important point to make though but i uh even still i mean i really only spend so many Mm -hmm. hours i've got a lot of youtube to watch ma'am i, I mean <laughs> <laughs> I cut my subscription to Acorn and Hulu and BritBox. There's a lot of old uh, <laughs> British television that's still out there that I haven't. I've only seen two or three times. Got to watch it again. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's so much consumption I can do. Yes. So, so there's that. Oh uh, well, we'll see what's going on with that, and you know, whatever it is, I, I'm just I'm having on Game Pass, and it's just going to get thrown in there. So we'll we'll, we'll get some uh, first hands on with that when that rolls out. You're probably um, going to just be sharing so many great things. I'm going to be persuaded. So I'm going to have to like. We'll talk her into it. No, no, no. Okay, we got to make sure we like <laughs> we, we, whatever. And Cynthia, this is why you need to get this. We're talking to you out in the audience here. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have you back in September trying to talk you back into Game Pass. Uh, <laughs> speaking game, speaking of games, I thought it was telling when uh, Flight Simulator came out. It came out is coming out. Just came out this week, I think. And uh, if you're if you're a physical media person, it comes on ten DVDs <laughs> for the entire game. So that's that's the that that. that thank you for that visual, Microsoft. Like my, Microsoft is the ultimate legacy company, isn't it? At, to the point where, <laughs> listen, we got this new flight simulator. It's going to take advantage of all this hardware on your computer. But we're not going to make you download it if you don't need to. Here's 10 DVDs worth. Not even Blu-rays, because Blu-rays aren't prominent in every... If you even have DVD players, disc players, and anything. So, also, if you have a disc in your in your computer, it's probably not a Blu-ray, right? If you, if it's that old, right. so... But uh, I, I, that was that was kind of an interesting well, one. So, how does this work, though? I mean, is it like is it like the old floppy disk world, where, like, you put... The, you know you put them in one by one and they all get loaded into memory and assembled into a thing or right. is it more like like i saw that i've seen some of the footage of that simulator it's amazing but it's mm -hmm. kind of like okay you want to go in snow you need disc eight like how does that work do you know i, I think it's just an install i don't i can't imagine i don't think any of these are running okay. off of discs at this at this point at all um like it's uh 
let's see. So, so and it's not even Microsoft's not even distributing this. They, 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 um, they licensed that. They hired out a simulation specialist, Aerosoft, to distribute physical copies of the game in Europe. And it's, okay, Europe, okay. Uh, and it, it weighs in at a mere. I say mere because I've seen some of the downloads on Xbox One, 90 gigabytes. I mean, it's almost like you just think that they should just send you like a, like a, you know, a hard drive yes. of some sort that somehow plugs in. Right? Or a Blu-ray. And then you or a Blu-ray at or, this or, point. Yeah, but does everyone have Blu-ray players at that, this point? That's the point. That, that's the point. Nobody but, I mean, it. I would say I could see like an SD card. Yeah, yeah. An SD card, a... Uh, a uh, yeah, an SD card, a, a thumb drive, something of the sort. So, something but like <laughs> it does remind me though of like you know the Pixies, uh, you know, um, put out just recently put out a new uh, LP. Mm-hmm. Remember LPs on red vinyl, and uh, and so the red vinyl is kind of great. And plan, frankly, I'm planning to get it and hang it on the wall here. But um, it's kind of like that. It's like like purposely retro. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's like more you should display it on your wall kind of situation at that point. Was this menagerie of DVDs? Well, that's Flight Simulator. Um, I think that's a good point to wrap it here. Cynthia Klosky, thank you so much for joining us again on the show. I'm charmed to be here. I'm glad, always glad to be invited and have even more fun every time. Is of course you said that you guys are hiring over at Shift Collaborative. Any other projects or anything else exciting uh, uh, we should be looking out for from you? Well, um, every Friday, um, since the sort of shutdowns going on, and we know a lot of businesses are under a lot of stress, so every Friday at noon, from noon to one, on over on the YouTube, we have a little live stream where we can answer questions, um, or we just kind of riff on advertising and marketing topics of the day. But we're happy to have people drop in, watch that, watch it later, or send us questions like your marketing conundrums. Or how, how do I survive this time? We're happy to help. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us again. Thank you. Uh, and of course, John Chichilla at Chilla on Twitter. John Chichilla on the Facebook. It's good to be back. Hopefully, I'll be back again next week. There you go. And uh, of course, please, again, everybody, please go uh, check out our friends PB Smooth, Derek Direction on their respective Instagrams. I believe it's going to be an Instagram live that will be happening over on uh, uh, Thursday night. And I think it's going to be kicking off at 6 p.m., if I recall. And that's their Airbike, Airbike for Dutters. Uh, it's going to be going on. So if nothing, it will be entertaining to just watch a couple of dudes um, just die on air bikes. Uh, so, um, so thank you for and, and thank you to um, Eric Ryan also and Jack Pollock that did the art and um, uh, the art and the and the uh, uh, distribution and and, and uh, making the shirts respectively. Uh, some really good work. Uh, uh, shouts to Jack Pollock. Follow him. Uh, Jay Paul's beard on Twitter. He does a lot of great artwork, and he's actually he's actually looking. Uh, uh, he does some work for hire um, illustrations. So uh, hit him up. So I'm going to give him a shout too because he does just phenomenal stuff. Not just wrestling features. He's done some other projects too. Uh, so um, yeah. So thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, you've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.